0: mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Getting a call from Placentia Yorba Linda Unified School District as I speak. Look at right there. <laughs> How funny is that? Hello, my friends, on this uh, first day of school for the Placentia Yorba Unified School District. Happy to be with you here on this uh, Tuesday, August 30th. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, candidate news and a little bit about law enforcement. Um, but I have a few things I want to tackle first. And one of them is... Um, I was asked earlier today why vote PYL vote why did you have vote on there twice and the reason is is because it's that important it's one thing to say you know hey you know vote and uh, people go yeah 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 i'm going to vote but i when i say vote i'm say hey, vote PYL vote that second vote actually should be larger than the first one and it is mandatory one of the problems that we have here in california is that people have um, in some ways given up in thinking that it's not possible for um, parents who care about their kids and um, members of the community who care about crime, who care about uh, businesses, who care about um, cleanliness of our communities that they just have given up. Look at Los Angeles and San Francisco and I can even go into other states like Portland and Seattle that obviously People who care about crime, not not crime being good, crime being bad and homelessness and all this stuff have just obviously have just really given up. There is no possible way that there are enough people who love the homelessness and the the fecal matter in the streets and the urine smell and, um, you know, carjackings and, you know, poor school grades and poor school standards that there's enough of them that they continue to win no Uh, it it just seems that it's quite possible that they have simply given up and think that their vote doesn't count it counts you got to get in there and you got to vote and so that's why i decided to call this show vote pyl vote because it's that important that i say vote twice really convince you that you need to just get off your duff and go out and vote do not do the mail-in don't uh, take any chances with somebody else that's going to deliver your vote to the right place that's not what you need to do you need to go to vote the last election we had here i went to the uh, library and i voted i walked in there and i pushed the little buttons and i got my receipt and i got my stick sticker that said i voted and that's important and that's why i decided to call this show vote pyl vote Again, the PYL area is not just Placentia, not just Jurabulinda. It also encompasses parts of Fullerton, Brea, and um, uh, did I say Fullerton? Oh, Anaheim. I messed Anaheim. Sorry. I should remember Anaheim because I was a cop in Anaheim for 21 years. Um, and so that's what that little map is. Oops. I should wait, poof, right there. There's a, that little map is of the PYL area, which includes all those areas. All right. So we're going to be talking about, of course, a lot about Jurabulinda because that's where I live, uh, and Placentia. Uh, because that's where my kids go to school, uh, but I want you to also know. And if I forget about you guys in Anaheim, Brea, and Fullerton, I am sorry. Uh, but I hope to do be doing more. I did a a video, um, a, a a a pre-taped video in Fullerton over at the Pearl. Uh, area of Fullerton. It's really important uh, to uh, get some people. I I need some Spanish speakers. I need some people in that area to join me as uh, roving reporters to be out there and to be talking about those people, what it is that they care about and what it is that they uh, that we need to know about what it is that they want happening in the schools and representative of them. Uh, There's areas of Fullerton and Brea uh, and uh, I think even Port Sanhine that are just simply not getting represented in the PylUSD, usd the Placentia Yorba Unified School District, and so we need to hear from you um, and uh, want you guys to participate in the show. All right, so with that out of the way, um, I want to talk about the, um, the city council uh, candidate that's running, Ryan Bent, who is going to be uh, running for the seat that's going to be available in the Yorba Linda uh, City Council. Uh, if anybody knows of any seats that are available in Fullerton, Anaheim, Placentia that we need to know about, please get a hold of me and let me know. Uh, I also want to talk about the two school board members for the Placentia Urban and Unified School District. I'm going to be talking about them every show on some on one level or another, um, and I'll be talking about them. But first, um, the law enforcement issue or the crime issue, depending how you look at it, needs to constantly be on the ballot, and it constantly needs to be something that everyone is aware of because we have some lunatics in some of these areas that really believe that law enforcement is bad, criminals are good. And we need to really, it's kind of like thinking that teachers unions are good. um, and, um, parents are bad that it obviously is not true. Parents are fantastic and amazing and good that care about their kids and the education of their kids that want their kids to learn how to read, to write, to count and how to think, um, teachers unions, um, or not don't even really care about teachers uh, that much and i'm not sure what it is they care about they care about the money and care about um power is really all they care about so when we look at law enforcement we have to bring back the common sense um, uh, policy or idea that police are good to have not all police officers are fantastic you're looking at one, not one that wasn't fantastic, I hope, um, but one that knows law enforcement. I know because I'm still involved in law enforcement um, in many, many ways. And I know that there are a a few that are bad. It's like any business, there's some bad teachers, there's some bad doctors, there's some bad attorneys, a lot of bad divorce attorneys, I'll tell you that. Uh, But there's a lot there. But in law enforcement, um, many, many men and women that are in law enforcement are amazing and do an amazing job. And do an amazing job when you are sleeping. Do an amazing job around our schools, and do an amazing job in our schools as school resource officers. So, uh, I want to bring back this um, this this really important idea. And I really it sounds funny calling it an idea. Just common sense that we need to be strong on enforcing crime, enforcing the laws that are on the book on the books, and making sure that our children. Um, are safe in our community. It's so darn important. And I'm not sure why this keeps um, coming up that we have to keep fighting for our police. That should be one thing that we should not be fighting for. It's like, we don't need to fight for uh, the fire department and we should need to be constantly fighting for police for them to be funded, to them to be supported and not looked at at as the villains. But um, I know that we struggle in, uh, in Anaheim and Brea, with some very liberal ideas that are endangering um, the citizens of all these communities. And so we want to make sure and always be looking at what policies are law enforcement agencies in these communities. Um, in Yorba Linda, it's the Orange County Sheriff's Department, which is amazing. We have a great sheriff uh, in charge of the Sheriff's Department. We've got, got great officers and the chief, uh, you know, he's called the chief of Yorba Linda uh, Law Enforcement or Police Department here. Which again is uh, Orange County Sheriff, and he's fantastic, an amazing man. Um, and then we have Anaheim, which where I was a police officer, and the history of Anaheim has been really, really good. I just know that they have some liberal policies, and we have some city council members and mayors that are are in deep trouble right now. And I'm not. I got to catch up on the news on what's happening there. Uh, and there's a huge shakeup shakeup over there with city council. We got to make sure when you're voting in Anaheim to bring in city council members that you're looking at their policies towards law enforcement and uh, making sure that they support police and uh, support um, uh, you know, uh, enforcing the laws, again, that are on the books and enforcing the laws and making sure that the, the laws are being followed. Same thing with Fullerton and Brea, uh, making sure that we um, support our law enforcement and those agencies um, because we can see in these l- neighboring uh, communities like Los Angeles and San Diego, where that's not happening, uh, I believe it's Los Angeles. It just dropped uh, down to ten homicide detectives for a city like Los Angeles. That is hardly anything. It, 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 you might as well not have a homicide um, unit uh, if you're if you're dropping down uh, to such a small number of homicide detectives, considering the amount of murders that are happening in LA. Um, in San Diego, uh, my, I, I shared this story a couple episodes ago where my wife and I went to San Diego for a weekend and from our hotel to the restaurant where we were eating, um, we I can't tell you how many homeless people we had to walk around or step over and the, the odor of that city has gotten nearly as bad as San Francisco. Uh, my wife and I went to San Francisco. I had to go out to work to do some work there and it is um, a disaster. It is, I, I can't tell you how upset I am about San Francisco. I love that city. uh, At least I used to love that city. I used to love going there, the restaurants, the food. Everything was amazing. Uh, And now it doesn't matter where you go. It is a hellhole. And uh, that is because of of the the lack of concern for, um, you know, uh, taking care of the the criminal element uh, and and taking care of, uh, of the community and the citizens that are there and dehumanizing the law enforcement agency there and um, only caring about the criminals and making sure that they don't get arrested and, and, and incarcerated like they should be. So um, we want to make sure that we don't do that. I, 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 You'll hear me say this a few times that we don't want to LAROC here in the PYL. All right. So let's make sure that that doesn't happen. Okay. I'm going to share my screen and I want to make sure and uh, let you know about uh, this candidate who uh, just uh, uh, announced uh, essentially who's who's now running for city council. That's Ryan Bent for Yorba Linda City Council. For those of you that live in Yorba Linda, every one of you can uh, vote for him. Uh, I had a conversation with him at the event uh, uh, that I can bring up here. Uh, that's, uh, we were at uh, Leandra Blade's house uh, where she was hosting uh, Meet the Candidates. And um, and you got it right there in the middle where you see Engel and Todd Frazier signs. You got Ryan, you got Rich, uh, Engel, and then you have, you can see my mouse kind of pointing there. Let me see if it used to, there you go. It, no, no, it didn't make it, on my screen it's big, but on yours it's not. But you have uh, Ryan, and then you have Rich, and you have Todd right there in the middle. Those are the people that were able to speak and introduce their platforms and talk. And uh, I wanted to show you that because that is extremely important going forward, That that you as a community member can host these candidates at your home, invite your friends and neighbors over and family members that live in the community or have businesses in the community. Um, and why not have them over there? Because it's important for people that own businesses. They may not live in the community, but have them come over because what they can do is share the, uh, the, the policies the, and maybe even have some of their cards, um, um, uh, candidate cards that can be in their businesses that they can hand out to the people that come and, and enjoy their, their business. And invite them to your house, uh, invite the, the candidate to your house, and they can speak and, and answer questions that your, that your local community, your neighbors may have about these candidates. But especially um, for those, uh, the, the city council members, so we can really begin to uh, boost his presence uh, so that people can learn more about Ryan and all that he's done for the community. If we go to, if we go to, to um, Ryan's, hold on to get my mouse here. If we go back to Ryan's, um, oh, this is his Facebook page. Uh, You can see more of the activity that we had there, some of the fun uh, and some of the people they met. There's Ryan standing in front of his, uh, oops, sorry about that, (laughs) standing in front of a screen uh, and speaking to others. But we, um, And there he was uh, being handed the mic from Leandra getting ready to speak. Uh, And so you're going to want to make sure and visit his Facebook page. Um, All these links are in the description for this particular show. So you're going to want to make sure and uh, go there and learn more about uh, Ryan, ask him questions. You can, you can message him. Uh, you can go to his website, which we'll go right here, going to his website. You'll learn about him. Ryan bent, uh, went uh, is, uh, a former, uh, former city commissioner businessman. He was recognized by the city council for being an influential community member whose leadership has played a key role in the city's history. He has served as a city commissioner who helped plan the construction of the new library that, um, you you saw there on his facebook page and what else he's a nocccd trustee where he was named community college trustee of the year for orange county in 19 and previously served as vice chairman for the 20-year general plan advisory committee and and so on and so forth. so go to his website again the the link is in the description for this broadcast if you're watching on facebook uh, uh, linkedin youtube twitter or rumble Go there, look in the description, and just find the links for the different candidates, and you're going to find them on there. Uh, one of the important things that you're going to want to, to visit when you go to their websites is this button. Uh, let's see where it's uh, at. His uh, oh, there it is at the very top. Let's see, make sure you can see on the screen. Yeah, at the very top, you can see this button here for Ryan. You want to make sure and click that button and don't. Uh, running a campaign is extremely expensive uh, nowadays. Uh, and here you can go to the page and just choose an amount. And I'm sure these guys don't mind me saying it doesn't matter the amount. Of course, if you have the ability to, to um, you know, donate $250, $500, $1,000, that's fantastic. But just donate an amount. Anything will help as these uh, gentlemen are running. If we go to Todd Frazier's, his button is up here. You're going to want to make sure and click on that button. And again, you're going to want to make sure and donate whatever amount it is that you can afford to donate any amount towards their um, campaign is helpful. Uh, uh, Rich Engel doesn't have his website up yet, but he's working on it. Uh, but you're going to you will be able to go to his Facebook page and send him a message. He has an Instagram page. We see that and he's getting up and running so you can make sure and find a way to donate to his um. Uh, campaign so so important it sounds like I'm asking you uh, you know something that's you know can be difficult it's not uh it doesn't matter if you can give a dollar ten dollars uh, it doesn't matter just begin uh, to give uh to their campaign make sure and share the links for the person that uh, is in your area so um rich is in area five and Todd Frazier is in Area 4, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, Area 4. If you are in the Area 4 or Area 5, make sure you find out which one that you are going to be supporting. Or if you have family members that live in any of those areas, make sure they know that they need to get the word out. If you can get a a sign, uh, a long sign to put in front of your front yard, uh, any exposure to the name, Todd Frazier, Rich Engel, or Ryan Bent, Uh, is important. So get those yard signs, get those little cards that you can hand out to your neighbors, uh, donate some money, and then uh, contact them and let them know that you want to host them at your house so that that you can invite your neighbors over to ask them questions. It doesn't matter if you have five people over, 20 people over, or like Leandra's, it was something that like 100 people came over uh, throughout the day to to, uh, Leandra's house. Invite people over so that they can ask questions and get to know these guys, all of them. I have no problem saying that if you meet any of these candidates, you will fall in love with them. Um, you will love their policies. You'll love how much they love our kids and how important it is that they become educated, not indoctrinated. So, so important that, that you understand that there's a, 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 an obvious uh, difference. I am shocked still to this day that on occasion, I get people when I explain what's happening in the schools, and I talked about the difference between indoctrination and education. And they go, "I was just speaking in Ventura uh, to a group out there in Ventura that I got invited to. I'm, not, you know, there are 50, 60 people out there, and uh, and I brought my sons who go to school in the Placentia Yorba Unified School District. Which again, I will I will continue to say, even though we have some huge problems we need to overcome, it still is one of the better school districts in the in California." Maybe not the country, but at least in California, California is is <laughs> it's it's devastated by some of the worst policies out of Sacramento that could be um, uh, created uh, by a state government. It is incredible what is happening and what is what is going on in Sacramento. However, um, in spite of that, Placentia Urban and Unified School District is one of the better ones. Is it the best one? No,, uh, but it is one of the better ones. We have two, at least two fantastic school board members in right now, we have a third that's wobbly, but okay. And then we have two that are just completely off the the charts, horrible. And so those are the two we're trying to replace with Rich and Todd. So understand that once we get Rich and Todd voted into those positions, we can now get back to education, get away from indoctrination. And as I was starting to say earlier, is that there are still people, and you may be one of them who's watching right now, that may not understand what the difference is between education and indoctrination. Because um, I I will bring some of these issues up, and people will stop me at the coffee shop, or I'll see them at church, or we'll see them somewhere, and I'll say, are you aware of these things? And they go, I don't even know what that is. And you're telling me that's happening in our schools? And I'll take out my phone and show pictures of what some of the indoctrination looks like, that it's actually happening. And I'll say that. Did you know that that boys are being allowed to to change with girls in the girls' locker room? That boys are allowed to use the girls' restrooms. Do you know that that's going? And they go no way. And I, I, how do you not know this is going on, and in going on? What I was talking about with my boys going with to uh, going with me to for me to speak at this event in Ventura, uh, in Simi Valley. Is that I had slides and had pictures that I've shared on my personal Facebook page uh, a number of times just to bring the, the people's attention, and the people, although uh, we are, are are very similar in our in our thoughts of where our country needs to go and what needs to be done as far as uh, fighting against some of these policies, you know, it's one thing to hear me talk about it and to show pictures, but many people there, even though they again are like minded went to my son's, uh, one son goes to El Dorado, one uh, and the two other sons go to Golden Elementary, and they would go, hey, um, your dad put some pictures from your schools. Are those really from your school? They were so shocked that those pictures actually came from the school that they, they they had to confirm with my kids. And my kids are going, yeah, those, those pictures are from my school. And uh, it, it was, they were going, you've got to be kidding me. And these are schools that are are suffering from the same thing that we're suffering from. Lack of education, lowering standards, um, more worried about somebody's pronouns or what gender, one of the 50 different genders that somebody has created uh, out of nonsense. That has become more important than teaching kids how to read, write, count, and how to think. And that that is the craziest thing that you need to take away from any of these shows that I'm doing right now is that you understand that they have gotten away from education. They, they've gotten away from education so much that they've had to lower the standards, the grading standards, so that what it used to take to get an A um, is, is reduced down to what now that what people used to be able would, would only get a C for. So if you used to get a C for the amount of work or the correct answers or um The you know showing up you know and and not being tardy not being absent, that they've reduced it down to what used to get a C you now get an A, Um, what used to get a a D now gets a B what used to get an F now gets at least a C that you they've reduced the standards that is not the way the school is supposed to work you should be doing such great teaching such a great job of education that you bring up the standards showing that. The teaching is um, so amazing that these kids do not struggle any longer. When, that is what should be happening in our schools. We should, at the Plus Central Yorba Linda Unified School District, we should be fighting so hard to get good teachers doing the right thing, good teacher, teachers teaching kids how to read, write, count, and think, that they don't need to lower the standards for children to be able to move on to the next grade or to graduate The the, the problem is right now is that children are graduating with such a lack of education that they are unable to read at a high enough level to participate in the employment world where they're able to get a job because they can't read uh, at at an adequate level so they can get a good paying job. They end up just barely getting by. And we can see the results of that in um, uh, many of the businesses we go in when we're dealing with the low level employees that are, you know, that we have to talk to or get directions from, or they have to count back our money or that they need to problem solve. And then we're going in they're going, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. You know, they, they they're going, wait a minute. <laughs> what? How is this possible that you don't know how to count back change? How is this possible that you don't know how to problem solve? and use critical thinking in your business or in the job that you have. How is it possible that you didn't learn this? You are an 18, 19, 20, 25 year old kid, adult, and you don't know how to critically think. You don't know how to read properly. You don't know how to count back money properly. How is this possible? It is because they have lowered the standard to such a level that children are graduating with lack of ability to do any of the things that are necessary to be a, an employee that can do an adequate job. And so we need to get back to this. So I believe strongly, and I've been going to school board meetings now for a little bit over two years and have seen the attendance grow because parents are concerned about proper education. We've lost thousands of children out of our schools because parents have decided to homeschool their kids or put them into a, a church school or a private school of some sort. So we've lost thousands of kids of course, they're screaming about a teachers shortage, but wait a minute! They, in the in the country, they've lost two million students that we know of. Um, some students have just disappeared, right? But two million, at least, probably more. If we were, if maybe look at the stats now, I bet you it's probably closer to three million. Um, and and now they're complaining about a teacher shortage. But wait a minute! If there's a, if there's over two million students that are out there? Wow! How many teachers must be fed up? with the, uh, just the, uh, the fact that they can no longer teach because they're not being allowed to teach. They're being told to do something else. And so it's no wonder that we have a, a teacher shortage. But it, it, I bet you it's balancing out because we don't, we have millions of children that are no longer in our schools. Um, we need to pay them more uh, when they educate and we need to have some type of um, um, incentive. So if, if teachers are adequately adequately teaching kids and their grades are coming up, we should give bonuses for that. We should find a way to do that. The heck with the teachers unions. They don't they, they could care less about taking care uh, of their teachers. I mean, we hear that the teachers complaining all the time that they're overworked, that they're not getting paid enough, that they have to uh, you know, pull money out of their own bank accounts, their own pockets to pay for things. And the teachers unions are saying what a great job they're doing. What, what, you're obviously not doing a great job because the teachers are unhappy. The teachers are quitting. And so how is it possible that you can have all these teachers that can sometimes show up to a teacher's uh, to a school board meeting, supporting the teachers unions? And yet the teachers get up there on the podium and complain about horrible, how horrible their jobs are. And the teachers unions are sitting there like all proud, like, yes, their jobs are horrible. And we're the teachers union. And I'm just like I'm scratching my head, like, going, wait a minute. You got a teachers' union over there talking about what a great job they're doing, and yet you have teachers up there saying how horrible their jobs are and they don't get paid enough. And you're going, but you two are supporting each other. It makes no sense. And then all you hear about how is they they donate to the community, but they do very little for the school that they work for. Very strange and very weird. Um, uh, in upcoming shows, as we go as we move forward, I, I I've been diving into the consent calendar and looking at some of the expenditures that the the, the current school board, which again, essentially we have two uh, fantastic school board members, but they're outnumbered by three, uh, two that are miserable and one that's so-so. And so what's happening is many things are getting voted on and, and pushed through that if you knew how much money is being wasted on, on so much shenanigans, including online programs that are being used in the school, online training programs being used in the school that children hate and they're not doing anything to further the education of our kids. If you realize that we're spending 630 grand on one program for one year, $630,000 spent on one program in a di- that, that's uh, only one of several programs that are being paid for that the kids hate. All of my kids hate it, not because they're my kids. They told me that before they knew that I knew what I knew about it. Um, And that's just one of the things. As I've been going through some of these consent calendars and what they voted through, especially the three that voted through, um, it's no wonder that we're in trouble in our schools that much of that money can be used for something that's really much better at education. Like how about more good teachers? How about we spend it on more good teachers? Or again, we give bonuses to the teachers that actually educate their kids. There's plenty of teachers out there that are doing a great job. Um, uh, and I know of a bunch of them that that the, te- the children love them. And at the same time, they're being educated. Their, their um, educational levels are much higher. Um, and we should be able to take that money that we're using in programs that is really doing nothing to, to further our kids education and give bonuses to the teachers uh, when they do uh, a good job of teaching. Um, but again, the teachers union would block that because of uh, who knows why. All right, my friends. So that's the update for today. We got this great candidate. Remember, uh, go to Ryan Bent um, uh, uh, website. The link is in the description. Just go down and click on that. Uh, Rich Engel, go down into the description, click on Rich Engel's Facebook page, and uh, Todd Fraser, uh, go to the link and click on that. Whatever you can do to donate to any or all of their um, their, their um, campaigns, that would be amazing. And make sure and look for opportunity either to walk the district that they're in or the area that they are, you know, in as far as um, you know people that can vote for them. Uh, find out how you can do that. Find out how you can host a candidate party where you can have them over at the house. And you can show them, maybe even have them at your business and host them at your business so people can uh, come and ask them questions about what it is that they're going to do for either the school board or the community. And those of you that live in these other areas like Brea and Anaheim and Fullerton, that neighbor uh, in Placentia, of course, that uh, are in this PYL area. Um, you do the same thing, but also reach out to me and let me know if you are interested in helping me find out more about what's happening in those communities. Again, you can be a rover reporter or somebody that I go to that you can talk to me uh, on this program and let me know what's going on. All right. So that's it for today. I hope this has helped you in uh, understanding what is needed to moving forward. We only have something like, let's see, I think it's on uh, Todd's page, how many days we have left. So 69 days left uh, until the election, a little over 69 days and six hours left until the election in November. So we have a lot of work to do in a very short period of time and just a little over two months. All right. So let's get that done. Uh, I appreciate you guys so much watching, make sure and share, uh, this broadcast out to your, uh, your friends and family, especially those that live in the PYL area, uh, and subscribe. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the bell so you can get notified when we go live or any of the other platforms. Again, we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Rumble. Uh, Go there and type in vote, P-Y-L, vote, or Andy Falco Jimenez, and you should be able to find it. Uh, On YouTube, it's the Andy Falco Jimenez. I'm sorry, the Andy Falco Show. (laughs) Sorry about that. All right, go there and find it, and I will see you on the next one. All right, my friends, take care. Talk to you later. Bye.